Welcome to Monday Mornings with Michelle, the new business podcast. Whether you're kicking off your day or kickstarting your business, Michelle is going to kick your ass into next week with the essential fours. Strategy, systems, support, and state of mind. Now, welcome to center stage, Michelle Nedelec. Hey there, peeps. This is Michelle Nedelec. I am super glad you're here with us today. I'm here with my amazing guest for today, Lee Goff. Thank you so much, Lee, for being here with us today. Thank you so much for having me today, Michelle. So for those of you who don't know, Lee is the author of the Agency Success Roadmap, and he is an extraordinary help when it comes to helping marketing agencies. So Lee, give us a 5,000-foot view of who you are, what you do, all that kind of fun stuff. Okay, yeah, Lee Golf, uh, uh, from the South, if you can't tell by the accent here. Um, I'm a serial entrepreneur. I've had numerous businesses. One of the more, most popular one is uh, Get You Art out of the Infusionsoft community, if anyone's ever heard of it. Um, uh, it's a, considered to be a pretty, pretty big success, and I wound up exiting that business in 2016 to help follow uh, kind of my purpose. And my purpose in life is to give back to those who gave to me, uh, and that is the agency community. They really just, you know, I love, I love, I just love the marketing agency community. And, uh, uh, and so after I sold my agency, I realized, hey, you know, I got a, I got a lot of knowledge up in this head here that can really make their lives a lot easier. And so that's, that's what I've been doing. And uh, I now have an entire coaching program, uh, online courses, one-on-one, masterminds, things along those lines that are dedicated, 100% dedicated to uh, marketing agencies. And again, like I said, make their lives easier and systems and processes to scale. Nice. And clearly he's trying to make a good impression on you guys because I don't think I've ever heard him so quiet in my life. <laughs> fair, fair. She totally just called me out. That's fair enough. So I am trying to make a good impression. I don't know exactly who the audience is. So I'm going to work on it. So. Oh, that's awesome. So who do you serve and support? Who would you say is your ideal client? Easy. Uh, we broke them up into four internal categories. Um, one of them is going to be what's called a freelancer. And let me give you a quick definition of what that what that means to you for you guys, right? A freelancer is anyone just kind of starting. You know, they 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 love the idea of the freedom and working at home and uh, providing for their family at zero to a hundred k in revenue. Uh, you know, solopreneur kind of guy, a girl. You know, working at their house, working maybe in a co, co a shared office kind of space, no team might have a couple contractors kind of helping out. Then you get up to the next level, what we call the successful freelancer. That's gonna be the 100K to about 250, 300, 350K. Probably have two or three contractors, starting to get a little bit of a team culture, no real systems, more kind of friends and family referral on the leads kind of thing. And then I have the small agencies, which is the next step up. That's gonna be about the quarter million to about 2 million. And then we have small to medium agencies from the 2 million to about the 10 million. Uh, and that's who we serve. And depending upon where you fall in that client path right there, we'll all follow a similar kind of trajectory right there, right? Uh, depending on where you fall in that, we have different product offerings to help um, uh, different people at different different growth. Uh, we call it our agency success journey. So it, at different different paths of the success journey, we have different products lines to help you get, get over those hurdles. So. Nice. So give us a little bit of the premise of, um, let's start with the book. Because uh, okay. I know I ate through it in no time. I'm pretty sure I had it done by the time we left. <laughs> so we, uh, for those of you who don't know, I bought the book. I think we were at PartnerCon or something. I think it's Phoenix. PartnerCon in 2018, I think. Seven, whatever. Yeah, that sounds about yep. right. 17, something like that. So yeah. yeah. Got on the plane, devoured it. <laughs> it's, an e it's an easy read. And uh, you know what? I've had people it's push awesome. back on that. They're like, man, this is a simple book. And I'm like, 
thank you. And they get it. They're, they're, <laughs> that was the point. Yeah. That, was the, that was kind of the point. You know, I mean, look, we're busy as entrepreneurs. You know, if you want a damn another, a war and peace novel, go get it. You know, I mean, this was intended to be a very, and matter of fact, this kind of answers your question here. A very, it's intended to be a very, very simple uh, uh, process. It's 12 chapters. You start at one, do one, go to two, go to three, go to four, go to five. Uh, and it literally just kind of gives you the 30,000 foot view and it gets down to as much details as you can uh, into actually how to build out these systems. And each chapter is dedicated to one system or framework kind of that you have to get in place. And that really is, it says it's a roadmap, hence the name, Agency uh, Success Roadmap. It is a simple like GPS step-by-step -step guide to starting your agency. And so if you're just getting started out there, uh, freelancer, successful freelancer, small agency, uh, uh, this is an outstanding book to kind of fill in some of the gaps. Or like I said, if you're just getting started, literally start in chapter one and just kind of work your th way through and you will come out a hell of a lot better in the long run if you just kind of follow those very simple proven uh, uh, philosophies and practices and everything in that book. So, nice. and so for those of you who don't know, uh, this was the birthplace of the Craft Brew Marketing Agency. And we now have since then developed a podcast, the ABCs of Craft Beer, the art, business, and community, <clears throat> where Brad interviews uh, craft brewers to uh, highlight their businesses and bring them out to the community. So, and I'm so it has, about that. like you said, it was it was such a good read. It was, and to me, the simplicity of it was <laughs> that I could understand it and be able to implement it, which was. But that's the goal. Nice. I had so many people come back. Oh man, because because I built Get You Wired, and it was, and they wanted the, they wanted the exact detailed mapped out systems that I use to do that. Right. And I know where they're coming from. I don't blame them. I mean, I totally understand where they're coming from, but that wasn't really the people that I was going out to help. You know I mean? I really wanted to get out there and help the simple minded people like Michelle, you know, to help, to help get her going. <laughs> she, you're right. I am kind of really governing it today. Typically we're back and we're, we're back yeah, and forth. Way we get along so, well. <laughs> so, so funny. Um, uh, but it's really intended to kind of give a quick overview. In other words, you know, uh, and a lot of the things in there are, 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 are things that I learned over time and the things that you learn over time, for me, it seems like every time I learn something like a breakthrough kind of moment, it's always something really simple. It's not some kind of E equals MC squared kind of hardcore algorithmic type thing. It's like, oh yeah, put more branding on your shit or put your phone number on your website. You know, and it's that, that's, I'm oversimplifying it, but it really boils down to a lot of times just a really duh, simple, oh man, I should have known that, right? Well, this book is going to make sure that you don't forget any of those does. So that way you don't get 10 years into it like I did. Oh, duh. You know, I should have been building an email list. And that actually is partially true. Not all the way true, but partially true. <laughs> 10 years into it, I think I had maybe 1,500, 2,000 people on my list, maybe. By the time I sold the agency, I had over 10,000, you know, three years later, right? So, so it's just little things like that. If you, if you start early and, and you focus on, uh, matter of fact, I think this chapter five, I think is lead harvesting. I think it's, it's four, five or six. I think it's five. And, and, and you, you focus on just harvesting those leads and that 92%, it'll make sense if you read the book, the 92%, uh, uh, jump ahead 10 years, you're going to have a database of 30,000 people instead of 2000, like I did. Right. And that's what I'm trying to do is, is to get these simple systems that work timeless. They are timeless systems that will work in truthfully, truthfully, any professional services business. Now it's written specifically for agencies. Um, uh, but if you get those basic systems in place and jump ahead a year or two or three, it is a life-changing, game-changing kind of thing. So, 
Absolutely. And I, in fact, think that the information in it is pertinent to all businesses. I mean, if you can understand how a marketing agency runs, you pretty much understand how to market any other company mm-hmm. because that, in essence is what they do. And I know that for me, the biggest stumbling block was chapter one, you know, know your niche or your niche. Yep. And for me, previous to this, it was still uh, one of those backbreakers for me. It's like, Yes, but we serve everybody. Anybody. I don't want to leave money on the table. I don't want to narrow yeah. anybody down. Well, <clears throat> and it was like, well, and if I do narrow it down, then I'm stuck dealing with a certain kind of clientele, which, of course, if any of you know me, I'm, I'm not partial to having to do the same thing over and over all day anyway. But then I found the magic of it. It was like, no, but then you do it once and then you just deliver, 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 and it becomes simple. And, and that was when I had... I'm, and thanks to the, by the way, I'm sure you still have one-on-one VIP days that you're offering because some of us stubborn ones out there just need to bypass all the, <laughs> the other stuff. Get the book, read the book, and then get the VIP session. And yep. then you can have the uh, mess with your head so that you actually get it. Because after a little while of hammering it out, I finally got what it was. And it was just simply the messaging of, it really is. You know, the, I know it sounds crazy. Your, and then the way I describe it to people now is when you go into Google and I search for a black Lincoln and if a green Honda Civic shows up, I lose my shit and I don't want to, like I'm off that page because that's not what I was searching for, right? <laughs> that's not what I sold Google to give me. So. <laughs> when I tell you to go fetch, you go fetch what I want, damn it. And where's Brad? I, where's, where's Brad? Anyway. <laughs> sorry, 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 Brad. <laughs> so when we, when... Wayne, we as marketers go out and kind of label the company, the people that are looking for us are looking for a certain thing and we want to make sure that they find that certain thing. And it doesn't matter if you're a used car dealership, you can still have the landing pages or whatever for the green Honda Civic. It's just not on the same page as a black Lincoln. Correct. And, and I, I kind of sum it up like this. It's about 90% of all marketing and digital marketing and everything like that. It's identical. <laughs> Direct mail, postcard, you know, you only got so many options, right? Lumpy mail, postcards, whatever it is, digital, got more options, don't get me wrong. But, you know, at the end of the day, Google AdWords, Facebook, you know, for the most part, platforms we use, WordPress, all that stuff is pretty, pretty, pretty static now, right? The difference is how you actually, that other last 10%, that's that value. A lot of people always talk about value-based pricing, and that 10% is where you get into that value-based pricing. So, case in point in the craft brewery space, right? The untapped app. Okay, we're gonna have to write some code for that and every website you guys sell will come included for free, the untapped API menu integration. Well, for a jack of all trades agency to do that, it's 15 hours. They have to charge two grand to get that done. So now Michelle with an unfair competitive advantage because she has a vertical and she's building for the future, she can now say, okay, I'll sell you that same website for $5,000. She's gonna make more profit because she's already got the code written meaning the value behind it, okay? And so she repurposes that over and over and over. And every time you deliver that product, you get a little bit better, a little bit better. So that last 10% is super hyper-focused on the niche and you provide services in that last 10% that no one else can do. Therefore, they have to pay you for the value that they receive, not the level of effort you put into the delivery of the product. And that's where most agency owners get hung up. They think that they have to correlate their time to it. That is the value. That is a completely backwards. You should not be correlating the value to your time. 
You must track your time. I mean, they're, they're, so be careful what I'm saying there. Don't go too far with that, okay? But the value of what you're delivering needs to be upon the value that the client gets from it, not the level of effort you put into it. That's how you can, you can build that in a niche in a productized agency. It's very difficult to do that in a time and material, TNM, uh, time and materials type agency. So. Hmm. Cool. So we've gone over um, a couple of points from the book, but what are some of kind of the, the high level kind of, what are the need to knows that you go through with an agency and go, okay, these are the areas that most of them screw up in and you need to know this. Uh, good question. It's, it's, it's so unique to each business owner, but I will give, definitely give you a top. Uh, the top three is pretty easy, actually. I'm going to tell you right now. The top three is niche. I mean, uh, nobody, for whatever reason, uh, uh, everybody perceives niche as a bad thing. It's not. It's, just, it's, it's phenomenal. It's the best decision you'll ever make as long as you make it right. Okay. I mean, in other words, don't, don't go arbitrarily. Just pick them because they make a lot of money because you're going to have to work with these assholes for the next 10 years. So you better make the right decision. Okay. So go through the niche down process. And we did this with Michelle and Brad and we went through it. Nah, that's not going to work. This isn't going to work. And we eventually settled on craft breweries. And I think it's perfect for you guys. I think it's, I think it's perfect for you guys. Now, and then the second one of these products, this is a relatively kind of newer thing with agencies. So um, I don't have time to get into it today, but the industry is kind of settling what I call the dust is settling, meaning that we now have a stable enough platform where we can get into productization. All other industries do this. It's common knowledge to productize is, is, is commonplace in every other, just about every other industry on the planet with exception of ours. And there are reasons why all you really need to know is, is that now is the time. Okay, now's the time to pick that industry, that niche, or that platform or skill set or location type niche. Okay, get your product line in place. And then after that, the, th the third one gets pretty wide open. There, I'll give you two for the, for, for the actually be a three and a four. Come to find out, sales and marketing agencies are pretty horrible at building out their own sales and marketing systems. Who would have thunk? I, 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 so get, no. get that. No. Uh, and then of course, scope creep service framework stuff. So um, it really boils down to just having the right systems to govern and train your clients and govern and train your employees. And so the service framework, the sales and marketing systems, neither one of those two can do be done uh, super effectively until you get the first two done, the niche and the productization. And then everything else over here gets a hell of a lot easier. So, And I, again, another testimony to, to what you helped Brad and I accomplish when we finally figured out what our niche was, <clears throat> just as coincidence would have it, there is a J Jasper Beer and Spirits Festival up in Jasper National Park. Um, if you've never been there, it's gorgeous. Got to go. Sounds really nice. <laughs> it was fantastically gorgeous in the, in the Rocky Mountains. And just a little plug to the Alberta Beer Festivals. They did an awesome, phenomenal job. But in realizing and thinking about, hey, you're gonna have to work with these people like forever, so you may as well get to know them. So we went up and attended the festival, had a great time, met a bunch of people that were in the industry and kind of really knocked it out of like, what do these people need? Are we the right fit for them? Are they the right fit for us? Is this really gonna work out? And that was again, some homework that you had given us to go and do some research on these uh, on the people because you're going to have to work with them. <laughs> yeah, definitely. You know, it's, uh, uh, people get in survival mode and, and I understand that I've been there. We've all been there, you know, uh, uh, and in survival mode, we have a tendency to really look for the dollars, right? We're chasing the dollars because that's what we got to put food on the table. We got to go to Kroger and spend that money. Right. So 
typically that's a horrible place to make long-term decisions from them. That, that is probably one of the worst, if not the worst place you can make long-term decisions uh, from. So uh, very strongly recommend, I have that, a 10 step process. It's a little kind of a little framework you go through competitive uh, uh, opportunities and all these different things, you know, product lines and all these different things. And uh, by the time you're done with it, 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 what you figure out is that it actually really does boil down to, do I like working with these assholes and can they afford to, can they afford to pay me? Right. It really kind of does. Right. And that's unique to each person. Right. So in other words, um, I, honestly, Michelle, I don't see you liking having to work with uh, attorneys until the day you die. I don't see you being that personality type and it's very much a personality type, right? You know, nothing against, but uh, you know, but um, uh, there's, everybody's personality is a little bit different is what I'm saying. And, and if you're going to be successful at it, you have to love what you do. You have to really give a damn about that niche. Uh, they have to be able to afford to pay you and you know, you want to be able to work with them a long term. So. Nice. So what are some of the stumbling blocks that somebody might be having right now to make them think, Oh my God, Lee, I need you so bad right now. <clears throat> Scope creep. Um, hourly, if you're making anything below 125 bucks an hour on average, you definitely need to get somebody like me in there because we can fix that very typically very, very quickly. Um, if you're wanting to scale without everything being, without everything being kind of tethered to you, uh, you're going to have to get the systems and, and processes. There's just no way around it. that. That, by the way, that is how you clone yourself through systems and processes. That's how that works. Uh, and so you'll have to get that in place. Um, if your sales systems are suffering. Uh, uh, again, project management, scope creep kind of things, legal. Uh, I have 12 different categories in the book that I coach on, obviously, but it gets uh, much deeper than that. So um, uh, honestly, if you've got any pain points, the odds are I've probably experienced it when I, cause I started mine up in the bedroom, right? Uh, my upstairs bedroom, all the way to the boardroom to where I ran it by the numbers for two hours a week for two and a half years. And then I exited it. So there's not a phase in the growth of an agency that I have not personally lived, not read a damn book on, but and personally lived like upstairs bedroom. Oh my gosh. Uh, do I have to get an office? I can't afford that. Do I employ all the way up to, Hey, I think I'm bored and I want to retire from my fucking agency. And that's what I did. Right. Okay. I think I want to go do something else. In other words, uh, into the investor board of, you know, board of directors, all that kind of fun stuff. Uh, and so if you just have a couple questions, you know, let them get them off your, get them off your chest. The number one thing though is a sounding board. This is a big deal. Is, is having someone who can truly relate to where you're at. I know that your partner, your spouse or whatever, it loves you to death, you know what I'm talking about? But the cold hard truth is, unless they're running the business with you, like, like Michelle and Brad are, you can't really have a conversation with them about it because they just don't understand. It's, it's not that they don't love you. It's not that they don't want to understand. God knows they want to. Actually, that might lead to some of the fights because they're trying so hard to, and you're like, that just doesn't, you know, and you know, you're, that's not the fight I'm in. You know, you don't understand, right? And it leads to that. And so having a sounding board, I'm telling you, that's a big deal when it comes to your mental, mental happiness and being able to communicate families and, and, and all that fun stuff. I, it, it just, after a while, it kind of got to me, you know, I mean, running my agency, not having somebody there that I, that could, that I felt like truly understood the fight I was in. Right. So that's a yeah, long that's a Huge it's a long-winded answer there, wasn't it? <laughs> no, it was awesome. Thank you. Because, uh, but you do bring up a great point that when you know that somebody has done that, been there, bought that T-shirt, that uh, you can go to them and get the answers that you're looking for. And uh, God knows, I've bought a couple of you know ten thousand dollars T-shirts in my life. <laughs> 
for real, right? And that's, oh my gosh, you know, it'll save you from jumping <laughs> off the wrong cliff. I'm telling you, it's a, it's a, uh, this is what I always say, just by having an experienced sounding board, what took me 10 years, you can get done in two to three years, max. Because again, you know, a lot of building a business are the screw ups. You'll make three bad decisions. Oh, great. I got it right this time. And you know, not to go down those rabbit, you know, don't go those three directions anymore. So that's a huge part. That's how I did it. That's how a lot of people do it. But if you can cut that down instead of three bad decisions to one, or maybe even just eliminate the bad decisions and keep forward progress going consistently without having to look over your shoulder in the rearview mirror kind of thing, right? That dramatically by years speeds up your business. And that is part of the real value. Again, it's, it's a game changer. It's a life-changing thing when you get the right coach that fits your personality, that has done what you want, and you stick to it, okay? Not a get-rich-quick thing. I, 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 I can't stand the damn get-rich-quick stuff. Can't stand it. You know, I don't like this shit at all. It's, it, to build a legitimate business, it's going to take time, okay? If you expect for you to snap a finger, it feels that easy, everybody else will be doing it. Okay. Exactly. One of the hardest, never <laughs> it's never, I don't understand why people think it's supposed to be. I, I don't even understand why you think, not you, but you know, in general, some people think that building a business is supposed to be easy. They're only supposed to work a little bit on it and then they go sit on a fucking beat. I mean, what world are you living in? I mean, that's not how this works. That is not how this works. Okay. You work smarter and harder than everybody else is trying to take your piece of the pie. And trust me, there are thousands of them out there trying to take your piece of the pie, period. Whether you like it or not, welcome to the real world. So you better work harder and smarter, okay? And that's where guys like me come in and can, can really take that to the next level. So, Absolutely. I always say being an entrepreneur isn't about, um, you know, working less and making all this money and lying on the beach. It's uh, <laughs> the best personal development program that there is. <laughs> Trust me, you will feel the fire under your feet. It mm -hmm. is going to happen, but it is totally worth it. And definitely, I mean, of course, I always protest that I make the worst employee on the planet. I even got fired by my sister, but. Um, no, I'm certifiably unemployable. I could not yeah. work for another person if I wanted, if I tried, I wouldn't know, I wouldn't know how to do it. I, it's been 20 years since I even thought about doing that. So I wouldn't even well, know how to do it. Well, that brings up my signature question then. At what point in life did you know that you were that special kind of crazy enough to think that you might become a successful entrepreneur? 10, 11, 12. <laughs> dead dead serious. Dead serious. Uh, as a matter of fact, I'm getting a sizzle reel done on this. I just got through writing a script on this. I had to really kind of think, okay, when the hell was that moment, right? That's good timing, by the way. Uh, I'll tell you, um, I was literally 12 years old. Uh, my stepfather was an entrepreneur, um, um, and we moved to the Mississippi Gulf Coast from even even more redneck place in Mississippi, which Mississippi Gulf Coast actually is really cool. It's, it's gorgeous. It's wonderful. Um, and, I love, uh, by the way, how you make <clears throat> Mississippi a one-syllable word. <laughs> that's mi Mississippi. It's Mississippi. Anyway, all right. So, <laughs> Mississippi. All right. Uh, so, with that being said, though, you know, um, I remember uh, watching my dad go to the, into the office and then come back. And I just and I remember the first 10 years were horrible. We were so broke. It was miserable. And, uh, and then I finally, it started as an insurance agency. And so, it, took, it just takes time to build up the residuals. And, uh, and he did eventually. And it, it, it started taking off and eventually turned out to be, a, I think, the, 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 wait, uh, the largest um, – a nationwide insurance agency on the coast. I think it, it turned out to be a pretty, pretty big success. And so long story short is, is that um, I kind of saw that journey with him and I was a part of that journey with him. And my entrepreneurial journey started obviously watching him at a very early age. Uh, and, and then at 12 years old, 
Uh, I had an old rust bucket lawnmower. Okay. And I'm like, I'm gonna go make me some money. So I, I'm not kidding. You. I would take the stand lawnmower and push it up down the street and go knock on the door. And I got a lawnmower. Would you mind me cutting your grass? 10 bucks. Well, I don't remember what it was. 10, 15, whatever it was, 10, 15 bucks. And then a buddy of mine saw me doing it. So he got a lawnmower. And so when I'm like, you son, I mean like, dude, this is my neighborhood. Get the hell out. Right. And so anyway, long story short is, is next thing you know is man, he and I dude. We had some pretty fierce competition there. I mean, like, you know, price wars and everything. I mean, I'm talking about the age of 12. 30. He was one year behind, like, might have been two years behind me. He might have been 10 or whatever. Anyway, he's a couple years, year or two younger than me. The guy married into the family. He's actually married into, he's a, he's a relative now. He's married into the family and don't know Mississippi jokes. Okay, it's real. But I mean, you know, but uh, he's a- He married your competitors. <laughs> <laughs> he married my cousin actually, but uh, 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 that's too. And I'm dead. And so, like I said, man, next thing you know, we're we're out there, we're hustling, boy. We were, I mean, I remember running down the damn street trying to beat him to a house. You know, I I, I remember those days vividly, and I just remember the competitive, uh, the freedom, the money. You know, I was like, oh man, this is for sure, this is it. And I even told my family, you know, I'm going to go screw off in, in college. And I did. I partied like a rock star. And I said, somewhere around the age of 25, 26, 27, I'm going to grow up. And I'm going to figure out what kind of business I want. And then I'm going to go do it. I told them that when I was like 16. Jeez. And so is that you know, that's exactly what I did, too. That's exa- literally, literally exactly what I did. So. Very cool. That is awesome. So, and yeah. so the whole get you wired thing, what was your role in that uh, in the company? just founder, CEO, was that your vision? Was that your yeah, no, I mean, story? I, yeah, no, I founded it. Uh, you know, I found it. Uh, my, my, my now ex-wife, I, uh, uh, we founded it together in 2003, in um, uh, early March, I want to say, 2003. Uh, she left the company after about a year. Not a good idea to work with your spouse. I've heard that somewhere, but um, it's not a good idea to do that. Unless you're uh, Brad and I, and it's been 20 years. So. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I mean, she didn't leave the marriage then. She left the bit, you know, whatever. She went and got a, a full-time job. Um, uh, and I just took it from there. You know, people, people liked the way I, I communicated with them. I didn't, I wasn't a geek. I mean, I was talking to them about small business stuff and, and translating it into the, into the, into the digital thing. Uh, and then next thing you know, I had an, an office on the square, it's a historic square in Dahlonega, Georgia, a very historical town. Uh, and then it, and next thing, two, two, you know, two suites, three suites, 10 employees, 15, 20 employees. And next thing you know is we had this, now they got cabin punk or cabin fever. It's a hashtag cabin punk or cabin fever. I think it is, but, um, uh, and so we've got the, the it's about a 5,000 square foot log cabin. I bought that in let's say 2012 or 13. I can't remember when I bought that. And then, um, <clears throat> we renovated that, excuse me. Renovated that, got that up to a corporate headquarters and all that fun stuff. And to my knowledge, it's still rocking and rolling, still going. So, but yeah, no, I founded the company in 2003, built it into it, graduated from entrepreneur, a solopreneur, entrepreneur, and CEO. And then from there into like a board of directors. And then from there, I exited a complete exit. So, nice. So, just to help dying peeps that are listening, in case somebody doubts it at all, um, would you say that strategy, system, support, and state of mind are key in being able to go through those phases of business from? From conception to exit. <laughs> yeah, uh, you hit a while ago. Just take your ego and your pride. Go put them in the trash. Okay. <laughs> um, the, the day you walk in the door, go take your ego and your pride and put them in the trash and set it on fire. Uh, because you can either do it right now up front and save yourself a hell of a lot of pain and pain, or you can experience it for the next ten years trying to figure out how to put it in the trash. <laughs> but that's for sure. But yes, no doubt about it. And then what I love the four S's. What are they called? System support, strategy, and state of mind. Love it. I absolutely love it. Yes, no doubt about it. Uh, all of those are absolutely cr- critical and tenacity. 
never give up. You know I mean, never give up the, just because you failed. That's, that means you got one idiot decision out of your damn way and you only got 999 to go. <laughs> I love it. Unless you're like me, I got 9,999 like to go. And I went through every damn one of them to get that right one. I, I always tell people this, you know, it's like I have failed hundreds of thousands, possibly millions of times. I've only been successful a couple of times. But that's, that's, all you becomes, need. That's, how you, that's how you become successful is you have no fear of failure. You just keep going. Don't ever stop. Don't ever tell. Don't ever. Everybody told. Dude, I was competing against people from Harvard and Duke. And, you know, I mean, the infusion stuff community's got some badasses in it. Okay. I mean, don't, don't kid yourself. Okay. I mean, there were some legit rock stars in that community, right? How does a country boy from Mississippi who never even graduated college rise to the top in that community? Think about that for a second. I mean, how does that happen? The sheer tenacity, listening to your clients, you know, making sure you're delivering more value than you're, than you're taking out of any relationship and, uh, and just don't ever give up on your vision. You know, I mean, that painting right there, actually, my mom did it. I can't see some, some of the logos, um, but there's a chasm right in the middle, a big, a big chasm right there. And that came from uh, my vision was to bridge the gap between big business and small business because using, using the internet and the web, uh, cloud, right? Uh, because I was pissed off about how big business had an unfair competitive advantage. And I was like, I'm going to fix this. And that's exactly what I set out to do. And that's like, I did do that for thousands of them. So <clears throat> Nice. Yeah, super cool. So. so if people want to get a hold of you and get your book, get your courses, sign up for your programs, what do they do? Marketingagencycoach.com. Uh, everything that you need to grow an agency from freelancer to $10 million is on that website. We just launched it, actually. I'm very happy with the new design. <laughs> it's got some cleaning up to do, but it's getting there. And, um, and so whether you're, like I said, starting at $0 freelancer all the way up to having to break through that glass ceiling, uh, in the, in the small agency, and then all the way up to, uh, really stout scalable systems at the small to medium agency, uh, marketingagencycoach.com. Uh, my YouTube channel is, is about to blow up. I'm blowing that up a uh, Facebook group. Um, it is marketing agency success, GPS, Facebook group. There are two, 2,300, I think, 23 or 2,400 agencies in there currently. Uh, all of these are free, free resources, and, and all of these are uh, will help get. No, I'm sorry, not all of the resources are free. There are a lot of free resources there, and of course, there are some paid ones there as well. So nice. And I, again, peeps, I totally, totally recommend getting the VIP session with Lee because it was awesome and rock star. But make sure you read the book first so that you're prepared for it and you're not walking in like a complete knob. <laughs> uh, well, and get ready to move fast because if you can't tell, I talk fast and move fast, we get good, big results too. So nice. Any last parting words you'd like to give people as they're going out and kicking ass this week? Don't give up on your vision and your dream. If I can do it, anyone can do it. Just get the right help, get the right guidance, get the right systems, do the four S's. I love that. I'm totally stealing that. I'm telling you right now, state of mind systems. I'm totally, totally 100% stealing that. So um, uh, just don't ever give up on your vision. You know what I'm saying? Don't take no for an answer. Keep going. Just keep fighting. This, these are some tough times out there right now, and it's going to take that kind of tenacity. So um, this was true up to a few years ago. I think it's still true. 70% of all Fortune 500 companies were founded during or before the Great Depression. Nice. And, and I say that because during times like this is when you have to be very innovative. You have to really believe in your vision, okay? If your vision is just to get rich, then you're probably going to, I mean, that's not going to work. I'm telling you right now, you have to have a higher calling. You have to have a purpose, okay? And that can be spiritual. Let's say you want to give back to your church. I mean, in other words, your purpose is your per it's yours. That's, that's, that's why we call it your purpose, right? It's, it's all yours. Um, uh, but just don't give up on that dream. Keep fighting. I know times are tough out there. Keep your head high, your chin, uh, 
pin back, shoulder pin back, and, and just keep going and call me if I can help anybody. So Nice. And call Lee. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. So, yeah, marketingagescoach.com. Get in there. Got tons of free resources. We can help it out. So Nice. Well, this is Michelle Nedelec. Thank you for being with us here today. If you know anybody who would make a great guest for the show, or if you have a question or topic that you'd like me to discuss, reach out to me at michelle at awarenessstrategies.com or connect with me on LinkedIn or Facebook. I would love to hear from you. Thank you. Have an awesome week and go kick some ass. Bye-bye, everybody. Thank you for listening to our show. I am all about being a resource center for entrepreneurs to give them the information and the support they need to make it in business. As such, I have Taking Your Business Digital Q&A every Wednesday at 2 p.m. Mountain. To register for that, go to awarenessstrategies.com slash digital. That's D-I-G-I-T-A-L. I look forward to meeting you and actually finding out how you are. So see you on the flip side.